Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Micro.blog. And today I am very pleased to welcome Annie Mueller, who is at Annie on Micro.blog. Hello, Annie. Welcome to Micro Monday. And how are you doing? Hi, Jean. It's so nice to be here. I am doing great. It's a really uh, gray, rainy day here in Puerto Rico, actually, kind of an huh. anomaly. So it feels good. There's a cool breeze coming in. That sounds nice. I mean, we are having a gray, rainy day here in Oregon, but that surprises no one. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure our temperature is a little lower than yours. But uh, yeah, so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself? Okay, well, I am a freelance writer. Um, I do a lot of writing for software as a service companies and app developers and um, productivity coaches and businesses, things like that. That's mm-hmm. the writing I do for money. I do a lot of other writing for fun. Um, right now I have a couple of steady clients and then I pick up a lot of in-between jobs. So I really enjoy freelancing. It keeps me from being bored. Um, and I also have four children uh, who are um, 12 and under. So they keep our house pretty chaotic most of the time. We live in Puerto Rico, my husband and kids and and I moved here about almost three years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was kind of a, a temporary try it out for about a year experiment, and we tried it out, and we really liked it, and we decided to stay, and then a few months later, Hurricane Maria hit, so oh we God. got um, a kind of interesting experience, um, but really amazing and good in a lot of ways, um, and we're just... Um, really enjoying life. And it's a, it's a different pace here. Yeah. Um, and we've really been able to kind of make some changes in how we do things and what our priorities are that yeah. I think we wouldn't have been able to do in our, you know, our pre Puerto Rico life. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I have never been to Puerto Rico despite, uh, the fact I grew up in Miami, but I appreciate the subtropical weather patterns. <laughs> I mean, I love Oregon, but sometimes I'm like, what about those nice, cool sea breezes <laughs> in, in a humid, hot, humid day? Um, and hurricanes were definitely part of my childhood and all. Every, every so often it would be like, okay, the power's out. And right. my parents were always prepared with candles. And so we kind of liked the hurricanes as we were little, and we didn't know that um, it was a big problem. <laughs> right. And we right. got to stay home from school, and we got to light candles, and that seemed like awesome. <laughs> right. That's pretty good adventure. It's kind of funny because when the, the hurricane – well, a week before Maria – Hurricane Irma was headed up to us. Yeah. And so everyone was very on alert and, and prepared. And, and um, we did we did that, you know, that the power went out island wide and then Irma came through, but it didn't really come through. So it was really just, I mean, it didn't hit us. It was just a storm. So it was that experience for the kids, very mm-hmm. like candles, and water and snacks and like staying up late and uh-huh. mattresses on the floor. And <laughs> they had a fun time with that. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, as we know, it's a it is a much bigger deal um, for the parents and the families, and everybody has to cope with 
the, the kind of disruption of something like that. And uh, I feel sad for Puerto Rico um, right. every time I hear about it. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's um, it's ready for tourism. So if, if anybody echoes that feeling of wanting to help and not knowing how, um, the, the best possible thing to do is come here on vacation oh. and, and put that part of your income into the hotels and restaurants and the artists and the musicians and the retail shops and all of the, the things that are happening here. It's really lovely. I mean, it, it, we can see the changes in the landscape because we were here before. Mm-hmm. Um, but for most people who visit at this point, you know, um, over a year out, it's not, it's not apparent that there was a, a massive hurricane. Um, and it's a great experience. So that's really the, the rebuilding that Puerto Rico needs is more people coming, more people visiting, mm-hmm. um, and all those tourist dollars coming in and helping stabilize the economy uh-huh. in some aspects. So come on down. <laughs> well, I think that's an excellent, um, recommendation and and I mean come on go on a vacation and help an island why what's right. <laughs> what could be better what's, what's not to like about what's... that combination <laughs> well um sort of awkwardly segueing to microdot blog <laughs> what, <laughs> how um what made you want to participate in microdot blog well i you know i was thinking about that as i was um reading the questions you sent me earlier and thinking about how I came to microblog. And I'm, I'm like 90% sure it was Patrick Roan on Twitter <laughs> talking about it. And I think he should have some sort of like referral because I'm sure yeah. I've heard many other people mention his name as yeah. well. Um, but I was still on Twitter um, at that time. I still have a Twitter account now, but I never go to it. Um, and he mentioned something about it. And at the point that I went and checked it out, I think the Kickstarter was already over, but I got on the, the beta list. And mm-hmm. thought, well, this is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I'm really frustrated with the noise of social media, like so many people are, mm-hmm. um, and had spent a lot of time and tried different techniques to kind of try to create a social media experience that that worked for me, that highlighted the things I wanted to know and helped mm-hmm. me make connections I wanted to make uh, without getting involved in all the noise and distractions and kind of drama uh, that are so often a part of it. And and I've been, I felt pretty successful with that. Um, but I also felt like I, I, I just, I felt like I'm putting so much work into being able to use this tool, like <laughs> so much work into customizing it and like weeding out the noise. And, and I don't know that it's worth that amount of time and energy and thought. Um, but I also wasn't, wasn't willing to give up a way to connect because I had made a lot of uh, connections uh, that were, that were real connections that were mm-hmm. meaningful and enjoyed the chance to, to broaden out, especially being a freelancer and working from home all the time. Yeah, that's, uh, it's important to have a way to connect with colleagues and peers and, uh, professionals and people doing interesting things. Um, so microbook seems like it might be a good alternative. And I would say that without a doubt, it is an excellent alternative. Uh, it's fulfilled my, my hopes at least. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm on the verge of 
kicking the Facebook and Twitter habit. And I'm not so conflicted about Facebook <laughs> because I, just because it purports to be me and my friends. But I know like at this point, there's only a small fraction of the people who I am quote friends with that I'm really actually friends with. And, mm-hmm. and, but Twitter, that kind of back and forth with people like serendipitously that can happen, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I found, th- especially with fandom related things like Star Trek, like I mentioned before the show, I'm kind of a Star Trek geek and, I don't expect like all the Star Trek geeks to come over to Microdot blog. Uh, so I'm, tr- I'm experimenting with setting up a few feeds in my RSS reader um, mm-hmm. from Twitter so I can just see what's happening. But, you know, I won't be liking things or responding to them. And that won't, you know, it won't really be engagement. I don't know. But there's right. enough on Microdot blog. That's my feeling. It's like I feel pretty um, happy with the with the level of activity and engagement over on microdot mm-hmm. blog and you know you make new friends <laughs> right exactly and i think that's what you know that's where i see other social media services are really great platforms for that kind of specialized uh, really looking for people who know about this or conversations about you know this specific thing um but i i do find microblog is a really good um like i just want to kind of hang out with cool people online <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't want to hear anybody's rant or, or <laughs> big argumentative, dramatic, you know, vague book post or whatever. I don't want to be yelled at, but I'd yeah. like to talk with people outside of my immediate circle, like broaden my circle and have those conversations. Yeah. And you know, there's that thread over and over when people talk about what they love in microblog, and that seems to be. It is that you can have these interesting and even deep conversations with people that you hardly know, um, and they're enjoyable. Mm-hmm. You learn something, and nobody um, throws a plate across the table uh, <laughs> virtually. <laughs> so good. that's funny. Yeah. So, um, so how is the microdot blog fitting into what you were doing before with blogging? I mean, as you you have a blog that's separate from your microdot blog. Am I right? Right. Yeah. So I, um, I mean, I've had a blog for a long time. Um, well, probably like a dozen years. It's, I mean, in, in various iterations and, mm-hmm. uh, URLs and whatnot. Anyway, I've had annie for uh, quite a while now. Um, and I do almost always like really long posts because when I'm just writing for myself, I just let all that inner wordiness out and don't edit down as much as I probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I often am like, here's, you know, 2,500 words about a thing. Um, so microblog, I enjoy as kind of a place to put little like snippets and thoughts and, and things out that, that I didn't feel like had a place that, that just didn't really fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the more long form things. I haven't done the cool hosted on my own WordPress site thing that a lot of people have done, but <laughs> it's kind of on my list of like, I'll probably, you know, move to that eventually. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's not a huge priority at this point for me. So it's really, um, it's just an outlet for, for short things for, um, 
random whatever I happened to be into. And for a while, I was like reading Rumi every morning and drawing a little sketch on yeah, my iPad. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I like this. Yeah, I might get back to it. I kind of miss it. I had a book sitting here on my desk the other day, and sometimes it'll be quiet. You know, I'll, I'll go through different little things to kind of play around with them. Um, I tend to do that just in life, like dive into something for a while and then get tired of it and move on. Mm-hmm. So I like microblog as a way to kind of play around with things like that and not feel like I'm making a commitment to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but but more than that, really, more I feel that it's less about me expressing myself or, or offering my creations or whatever and more about just being part of this conversation with other people who are making their own cool things. Um, it's just a, it's a neat meeting of interesting minds and, and creative people and thoughtful people. And I just really enjoy the conversations that take place. There are a lot of times when I go through and read these, you know, conversations that happen and I'm not necessarily part of them. I don't maybe have anything to contribute, but I enjoy seeing um, how the conversations develop and what people have to share with each other. I'm always impressed by things that people offer. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's like, there's this depth of knowledge that comes out in these specializations and it's, it's cool. I just love seeing what people know about and the, the interest that they've developed in them when they make these offerings, like, Oh, here's this very specific answer to this question or whatever. I just love that. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, it, it I do I enjoy as you do the following the conversations, even if I'm not um, participating in them, I will, yeah, be looking at the timeline and I see somebody had a reply to somebody about something and I'll be like, that sounds like it could be interesting. <laughs> Let me go drop into that and find like some huge long conversation about something mm-hmm. that I didn't know was, I mean, in theory, I see every post <laughs> right now um, while we're at the size that we are at, but um, I still miss posts because, you know, I will be going through things pretty quickly um, to, you know, just keeping an eye on the timeline. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed as well that people have put a lot into it, you know, some cool, um, you know, tools for your micro.blog. Uh, I don't know if you've checked these out yet, but somebody like Jonathan LeCur, who is clever devil on micro.blog, he's put in a lot of work on a few things that are really neat, um, one being like on this day, which lets you um, see posts from this day in history, kind of like how Facebook would do for you if you yeah. – um, and also a photo, uh, a, a way to create a page of just your photos on, on a grid, which he calls microgram. And I just think that is really cool that somebody puts in the time to make a tool to just share with this community um, that's so useful. So, yeah, I love that. I love that microgram idea too. I hadn't seen that yet. Check it out. So one thing I'm interested in lately, I've been, um, I think because I've been doing micro Monday and really getting more into the, the podcasting on a more micro level, um, is, uh, trying to encourage other people to think about starting a podcast or a microcast. So, my question is, if you had to launch a microcast today, that means it doesn't have to be long, um, okay. just maybe just five minutes. What, mm-hmm. what, what topic would you choose? Oh, I have 
the answer for this because I was just thinking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really appreciate reading. Uh, one of my favorite things is to to read various like sacred texts from all sorts of different beliefs and religions and philosophies. And mm-hmm. um, I always have a few of those going. Um, and they just, you know, you never know what you run across. There's a lot of neat threads of kind of insight. So for a while, a couple of years ago, I was pulling out various selections from some of these books. And I would, I just did it kind of as a blog post every day, this like selection of readings from various sacred texts, um, because I wanted that. I wanted as some sort of like daily liturgy, but that was more universal. I didn't want it tied to a particular faith or just from one, you know, from the Bible or, or from the Dhammapada or, or anything like that. I wanted a selection. Um, I couldn't find one. Uh, so I started making that I did about half a year's worth of it and then, um, got too busy with other things to continue, but I would love some sort of podcast like that, um, mm. where I can just get a five or 10 minute, just a reading of, of some sort of sacred work or, or poetry or something that as for me, how I like to start my day with, with like just some stillness and, um, listening to some like quiet music or background noise or something and reading something that just kind of brings me back to like the center. Um, so I haven't found that in existence yet. Um, so usually the reason I'm motivated to make things is because I want to have them for myself and nobody else has made them yet or else I haven't found them. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really, really good. And sounds like a perfect, um, content for a podcast because like you like to read that every morning. I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't mind listening to that say every morning or, you know, uh, so yeah, keep, keep that thought in mind. And if you do need any help on the podcasting and, you know, feel free to let me know. I am, I am all about getting people to try this medium out because, I feel like for too long that the it's felt like podcasts are really separate from regular people. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Only only the right. podcast gods can make podcasts, and right, we you know we regular people who like listening probably could make pretty decent podcasts as well. And mm-hmm. I also um, am in this mode of appreciating that things don't have to be huge and popular and very profitable to be worth doing. So right. I think that's great. I mean, I think that's the way that, that things we produce creatively are trending with mm-hmm. all the, the lowered barriers to entry for various mm-hmm. kinds of creating and publishing and sharing. But you're right with podcasting or as this, this higher barrier to entry, or at least it, there is, in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. That's maybe not true. Maybe it's not as hard as I think it is, but it seems harder. It seems like, oh, it involves a lot more like setup and technical adjustment and having a microphone and mm-hmm. versus, you know, just hopping online and publishing a blog post or, or making an image. Um, yeah. So that's good. I like what you're doing there. And I really adore the, like the micro podcast format that just hits the right spot for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm surprised how I've come around to it. I used to look at podcasts that were like less than an hour and think, 
that's not good enough because mm-hmm. I need an hour's worth of listening without having mm-hmm. to like pick a second podcast to listen to or figure out a cue or whatever. But now I just made a cue of, of microcasts and I can, right. you know, I can advance through that pretty quickly. And, um, and now I'm starting to find the hour long podcast to be kind of onerous. <laughs> so, All right. Um, well, we should probably wrap the up on that note, you know, not right. that we would go for an hour, but um, keeping within the, the framework we're trying to establish here. Um, before we sign off, is there anything you want to add, that, anything you didn't get to say that you wanted to? Um, I think just that I, um, I'm really thankful for, for what's happening across the board with the idea of, of ownership and independence in the internet. And I love that microblog is part of that and what, what's happening there I think is important and I'm happy to be a part of it. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast and making the time to chat with me. Listeners, if you want to follow um, Annie, she, I will put a link in the show notes or you can just use the link micro.blog slash Annie. And thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.